Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Everett Townsend. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of The Bright Side. Today we will be covering a topic that I am very excited for. Every now and again, as you have seen with my episodes, I like to switch things up. Sometimes I will talk about everyday problems people have. Sometimes I will discuss various feelings or Sometimes I will make silly commercials. Today is another variation of all the things that could happen at the bright side. Today I will be telling you a story. More a, a background on a person in this country's great history. Now I, I very much enjoy this story. And I don't believe many of you have heard it. Which is why I like to share it. I think interesting people and stories like this should be shared more often. And so if you have a urban legend or a ghost story or a historical figure or something of this nature that you're interested in, and it isn't Bigfoot or the Chupacabra because although they are interesting, they've had their fair share of coverage, please let me know and I would love to research it and tell you about it. But without further ado... Let me jump right into this. The story will take us back to the late 1800s, right around the end of the Civil War, although the Civil War really has nothing to do with this story. From 1863 to 1873, there lived a man named Captain Dick Barter. D-I-C-K-B-A-R-T-E-R. He was an old English captain who found his way to Lake Tahoe, California, or Nevada, depending on what side you're on. Yes, this wonderful lake straddles both states because something that beautiful deserves to be shared. Lake Tahoe is gorgeous. Its water is pristine blue and clear very deep, but no threatening little critters that could come up and potentially bite you. It's a very serene, peaceful area. But make no mistakes, it is the wilderness. I'm sorry, a bug just landed on me, and I needed to escort him off the premises, so to speak. Now, Lake Tahoe, as I said, is a wild and beautiful place. Sure, now there, these days, several tourist attractions or casinos or resorts, but the natural beauty remains the same. And back when old Captain Dick was enjoying his life there, you can say enjoying, it was very much wild. Now, why was Captain Dick out there? He was a man, a rich man, I believe his name, his last name was Holiday or Halliday or something of that other. He had property off of Emerald Bay in Lake Tahoe. Emerald Bay is a little, as you say, bay, with a little island in the middle of it. And he had a house, I believe, on the shore of Emerald Bay that needed to be guarded for whatever reason, from weather, from animals, 
the reports are conflicting, but either way, Captain Dick found himself the caretaker of this property in this island for ten years. It's called Fanet Island. I could be pronouncing that incorrectly, and if I am, I apologize. It's spelled F-A-N-N-E-T-T. Just like a name that I am familiar with. Lots of E's and N's and T's. Although I guess Everett doesn't have any N's. I'm getting very much ahead of myself. Either way, E's and T's. Now, this island, not a huge island, but also not just a, a pile of rocks. There is room for people to explore a little bit, some trees, some actually some built structures. Though They were not built by old Dick, and they weren't built by Mr. Halliday or Holloway or whatever his name is. They were eventually built by somebody else, but... Old Dick did build some things on the island, and we will get to that. So, Dick can be described in many reports as a salt-of-the-earth kind of guy. Typical Old West man, even though he was from England. Very rough and tumble, but if you were his friend or greeted him with a glass or a bottle of bourbon, his guard was dropped and a big smile grew on his face. He was happy. I believe he guarded the island when he was in his 50s and 60s. So not a young man, but certainly what he lacked for in youth, he had experience in spades. And experience is what you need to survive out there. What this story boils down to are two perilous boat trips. Now, Lake Tahoe is a big lake. It's not the biggest lake, but it's pretty big, and in the winter it can become cold and the winds start whipping up and the lake gets choppy and kind of like here. I'm sorry if there's a lot of feedback on my microphone. It is a blustery spring day. Warm, but it's almost as if the winter is trying to keep its hold on on on, the, on us, I guess. But no avail. Every year the winter wins one battle against the fall, and loses another against the spring. Now, back to old Captain Dick Barter. One night, Captain Dick, who, as I said before, really enjoys bourbon, got in his little skiff and paddled across the lake, as he usually did, to his old stomping grounds in Tahoe City. There, he was sure he would find a beautiful warm tavern full of old wood and whiskey and hopefully some friends for he is referred to as the Hermit of Emerald Isle and hermits need friends too or maybe some enemies this was the Old West and let's just say to be simple about it that people had itchy trigger fingers out there Survival was on the top of everyone's mind, and when whiskey mixes with gunplay, survival makes way for pride and stupidity. Now, Captain Dick enjoys himself, drinks some bourbon, gets back in the skiff to make the somewhat 15-mile trip back to his island. 
And it's said in multiple reports that it was a stormy winter night in January in the mountains, and the winds whipped up and blew his little skiff right over. Now, I don't claim to be a skeptic, but you're going to mix a uh, brash winter night and a whole lot of bourbon. All I'll say is maybe there's a few other variables in the reason why his boat capsized. Now, Captain Dick was thrown into the water, which in the winter time is around 40 degrees, so I'm told which is extremely cold. Poor Dick immediately starting, started feeling the effects of hypothermia and elected to, instead of getting back in the boat, he decided to pull his boat while in the water back to his island, which at this point is about two miles away. Because if he were to get up into his boat, the night air, which temperatures vary, but let's just say it's very cold, would surely take his wet body and accelerate the process of hypothermia. So he gets it, he gets back to his island somehow. It's said that while he was swimming, he kept chanting to keep himself moving. Richard Barter never surrenders. Richard Barter never surrenders. The old captain's grit and determination is what got the man onto his island. And I know I don't want to be one of those people, but it's almost as if they don't make them like they used to. And in my opinion, they don't have to. Modern advancements in technology and overall evolution of the human experience has softened us, for worse or for better. I'm sure there are some people who would fancy themselves in that situation. Personally, I am not. Personally, I like to think of myself as someone who was in the tavern that night, maybe reading a book or talking to the piano player. See old Dick from across the bar. Say my hellos. Go back to what I was doing. And the next time I looked up, he was on his way. Because that's how it was. Now, enough with my time-traveling fantasies. Back to the story. So old Dick pulls himself into his shelter, if you will, riddled with frostbite. He can't feel his legs, his arms. And although he survived that ordeal, it took him almost three months to recover. Maybe even four. He was, it's almost as if he was a, a nice, big old fat bear hibernating for the winter. So old Dick spent several months alone treating his wounds until I'm sure someone from the local Tahoe area started to get word out that he was alive and word got to San Francisco that in his time alone, he had made a seven-foot wooden replica of an old U.S. ship. And I am not very well versed in my nautical findings. I tried to research it, but I didn't see 
exactly what it was called. It, I've seen it referred to as a a man of war steam frigate. I do not know what that is. I don't know what it looks like, and I apologize. But the reports are that it was so detailed and wonderful that this man from San Francisco, this reporter, needed to come out and verify its existence. People wanted to see it. So he came out there and he was talking to old Dick, chatting, finding out how this came to be. Then old Dick told him the story about his little brush with death. And the reporter is a skeptic and didn't believe him. So what did old Dick do to prove that he had been inside, riddled with hypothermia, well, he limped his way over to his cabinet. He pulled out a small jewelry box, and he opened it. And inside were two bones. The bones of the toes of Captain Dick Barter. You see, Captain Dick, although beat most of the hypothermia, believed his toes were beyond repair. And so he chopped off his own toes and survived the winter. When the reporter asked what was that in the box, he replied, Them's my toes. Them's, with an S, my toes. And from that day on, if you were to Google Captain Dick Barter, there would be a nickname in between Dick and Barter, and it would read, Them's my toes. Captain Dick, Them's my toes, Barter, kept his toe bones prove his perilous journey. Now, after this, Dick wasn't a, a genius, but he also wasn't a stupid man. And back then, one could argue, death was a much more prominent figure in people's lives. People they knew died early on or in wars. In today's day and age, death seems to be, at least for someone who lives a nice and sheltered life, something that comes up out of nowhere and shows itself every once in a while, ruining your day and your, your time. Back then, I have a feeling that if you had a homestead in Virginia and your uncle and cousins decided they were going to seek land west, you assumed that, one, you might never see them again, and two, they could die on the trail. And everyone knew that, and it's just a part of life. And so Dick being no different than anyone who lived in the American West in the 1800s, figured that he probably wouldn't make it out of this endeavor alive. So what did he do? On that island, he built himself his own grave. He built a little mausoleum, a tiny church, built his own coffin, and he said one day he'll just crawl into that coffin and close the door himself when he knows it's time to go. Well, unfortunately for our dear friend, Captain Dick Them's My Toes Barter, he never got to see the inside of that coffin. One night, very similar to when he almost met a watery grave, I believe it was in October, Dick set out on another voyage, the same one he would do very often, his ritual, his bourbon ritual, 
hopped in his boat, made the trek across the lake. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but beautiful hawk just flew by me. Hopefully you caught that call it made. Either way, on his way to the tavern. Gets there, sees me, enjoys my company. Again, a, a man can dream. Has his fill of bourbon. Inside's as warm as a hot summer day. His outside's still probably very cold. Gets in his skiff, and on his way home, another, we'll, we'll call it a gust of wind out of the respect for Dick, but hard to imagine his balance was where it should be. Gust of wind comes, blows his skiff right over, and our friend Captain Dick was never heard from again. Never found. The wreckage of his ship was found. But old Captain Dick met a watery grave. Now, again, I have been to Lake Tahoe, and I did not see any remains of Captain Dick Barter. It is a very deep lake. And I don't know. They could still be there. But legend says on misty October nights the ghost of Captain Richard Barter can be seen crawling up the granite face of Fennet Island also referred to as Hermit Island and Emerald Island trying to reach oh, there's a helicopter pretty loud so I'm going to wait for it to pass bit bigger than the birds were used to, but hard to argue that this is a good place to fly. Or not a good place to fly, I guess, if you're arguing. What I'm trying to get at is people like to fly around here. I'm not the best at anecdotes. Please deal with it. Anyway, very convenient that that helicopter was flying right by as I was getting to the exact climax of the story, or at least the end. But it said that the ghost of Captain Richard Them My Toes Barter can be seen crawling up the granite face of Emerald Isle, Fanet Isle, Hermit Isle, trying to return to the grave he dug for himself, but would never find final resting. Now, if that's not a good story, I don't know what is. That man was real. Multiple accounts of his existence. He had an interesting life, an interesting death. And unfortunately, usually, if you have an interesting life, just like a good story or TV show, the beginning and middle can be good, but something is lost if the ending isn't just as spectacular. I don't make it that way. It's just how it is. And there are exceptions. That's for another time. 
anyway, that's the story of Captain Dick Dems, my toes barter. I hope you enjoyed it, and again, I hope you will send me some stories that maybe you've heard as a child, local stories or ghost stories, monsters, maybe even theories that you have, and I can go over them. Either way, I would love, love to take a crack at them. Now, we're going to end today's episode as we begin, or I guess as we end every episode, not begin, with a song. Now, I've had a, not a complaint, but suggestion or request or desire expressed to me that they wish that the actual song could be played at the end, and I agree. I don't want to mess with copywriting issues, which is why I started just by saying the words. But I think when I think about it, I enjoy the fact that there's no melody or beat or the musician's actual voice. It's my voice. So if you've never heard previous songs I've done, like Desiree or Today's Song, you really have no idea what they sound like, and hopefully you go and listen to those songs. And I'd like to remind you that all of those songs, or most of them at least, can be found on the Bright Sides Spotify playlist called Bright Jams. Just songs that myself and friends of mine are listening to that I think are either uplifting or inspiring or just downright groovy. So, if you're interested in that, take a look. If you've never heard this song, please go listen to it. It's very good. Today's song is going to be Atlantic City by the band. Now, the band is a band that used to be Bob Dylan's band, but when they decided to do their own thing, they decided, well, what are we? We're still the band. So they stuck with the name, the band. Here it is. Once again, my name is Everett Townsend. Thank you so much for listening. I understand it was a longer episode for me, but sometimes stories can't be rushed. Thank you again. Have a wonderful day. And here is Atlantic City. Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night, and they blew up his house too. Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight, gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble bussing in from out of state, and the DA can't get no relief. It's gonna be a rumble on the promenade, and the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth. Well, everything dies, baby, and that's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on and fix your hair up pretty and meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Thank you again. My name is Everett Townsend. This has been The Bright Side. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.